What's up? You're listening to the Scholarly Spark podcast. Here's your chance to finally become interested in learning and find out what you're genuinely curious about. Join me as we discover the secrets of South Asia and experience different foods, the latest technologies, immerse ourselves in a variety of phenomenal cultures, find out about interesting people we never knew existed, and learn about what no one else dared to find out. I'm Kamal Narayanan, taking you on a journey through the mysteries of South Asia, all from the convenience of your headphones. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. And once again, as I always tell each every single one of you, I hope that you are having the absolute greatest day of your life. Maybe this podcast might make it the greatest day of your life. Who knows? Or maybe it won't. But in that case, you have a very special phone call to look forward to today after you come home. So look forward to that. Anyways, today on the show, on the Scholarly Spark podcast, we will be talking about the challenges facing skilled and unskilled labor migrants of contemporary South Asia. We will be talking about all the challenges and obstacles that they face and how exactly they have tried to overcome this obstacle. So among South Asian immigrant populations, unskilled laborers are the most vulnerable. With legal channels to immigration often inaccessible, options for immigrants are frequently limited to people who offer back channels or illegal black market channels to gain paperwork or cross borders. As with any black market operation, the risk for exploitation and violence is high in these situations. For instance, women are at a heightened risk for exploitation, trafficking, de-skilling, and deportation when compared to men. Trafficking is of the highest concern for unskilled migrant laborers, and many victims of trafficking are tricked into technically consenting to unsafe situations, making legal recourse even more difficult. Many services in foreign countries are either unavailable or difficult to obtain for migrant workers due, actually, to their status as an immigrant. This difficulty is exacerbated when when it is paired with other typical obstacles, such as language barriers and the consequences that come with undocumented migration. In addition, when socio-cultural conditions are different in the destination country, migrants face violence, inadequate working and housing conditions, and discrimination. Furthermore, due to their undocumented status, migrants who enter a country through illegal channels often have little recourse in cases of workplace abuse, wage violations, and labor disputes. In a study performed by Amnesty National, Nepali immigrants who came to the Gulf states and Malaysia were surveyed about their experience with workplace abuse. It was found that migrant workers were regularly given lower than promised wages, often at below legal rates. And that doesn't even include the findings that the same workers were being denied breaks and were forced to work longer than normal hours. Punishment for a lack of compliance often came in the form of physical violence starvation, or confiscation of vital papers, such as passports and visas. Nearly all migrants who participated in this research stated that they had been deceived by recruitment agencies on at least one substantive aspect of their employment terms and conditions. For example, salary, type of job offered, work hours, overtime pay, or rest days. Of course, migrant worker abuse is not unique to this population. It's also found in basically every part of South Asia and honestly, it's found in most parts of the world. Immigrants from South Asia who migrate to other regions seem to be particularly vulnerable to abuse and discrimination due to 
in part to prejudice, language barriers, and inadequate institutional protections in their destination countries. Another major issue facing South Asian diaspora communities and individuals is a decrease in mental and physical health. As with other potential problems, immigrants who are women or from lower socioeconomic backgrounds were the most at risk for developing health complications as a result of immigration. The particular patterns of health issues among immigrants is heavily influenced by the environments of the source and host countries as well as by the actual process and means of migration. This means unskilled laborers who immigrate using unsafe back channels are at a higher risk for disease, infection, and injury, but have lower access to health services upon arrival than skilled laborers. Uh, one such issue among migrant workers is the spread of malaria. The spread of malaria among internal South Asian immigrants is of great concern. Trafficking and undocumented immigration efforts are by nature not subject to typical disease prevention attempts, such as quarantine periods and mandatory vaccines, and are thus where a large portion of malarial outbreaks linked to migration are seen. According to the World Health Organization, India accounts for 75% of all malaria cases in South Asia, and immigrants to these countries are often undocumented, leading to an increased risk of the disease spreading unnoticed. There are an estimated 1.5 to 2 million reported malaria cases each year in India, and the circulatory patterns of migration in the area lead to a high risk of different populations being infected. In addition, Mosquitoes can actually become drug-resistant, forcing scientists to find new ways of combating malaria. Researchers have found that population movement contributed to drug resistance in India, with people of different immune statuses moving from endemic to non-endemic research areas, accelerating transmission of resistant traits. Due to lack of access to medical care for unskilled and undocumented South Asian immigrants, these outbreaks are often not treated adequately, which ultimately leads to a larger public health crisis in the region. And now on to some challenges that skilled laborers face, those that are trained and educated in their specific area of work. Because skilled migrant laborers are far less likely to resort to illegal immigration channels than are unskilled migrant laborers, Many of the obstacles and hardships that unskilled laborers were forced to face, such as legal issues and detriments to mental and physical health, are practically a non-factor with skilled labor migration. But the thing is that skilled workers can also fall into the same position that unskilled laborers are in. For instance, if a skilled worker cannot find a job for himself, then he will be forced to settle for a job that does not actually require skill. And when settling for this unskilled labor, the skilled laborer will be forced into the same conditions that unskilled laborers are in. This has been linked to detrimental effects on mental health, which can in turn lead to physical ailments. The stress of migration itself is much lower for immigrants who seek high-paying positions and migrate legally than for unskilled labor migrants who have to circumvent the law and use back channels for immigration. But this does not mean that the act of migration is stress-free for highly compensated legal immigrants who are skilled laborers. They still have to face some level of stress, as, as we all do. 
For instance, emotional distress after leaving one's home and social network are among some of the most common complaints voiced by South Asian immigrants of all socioeconomic classes. Also, for documented skilled laborers, the lifestyle changes that occur as a result of adapting to a new culture and a new society may sometimes lead to physical ailment and mental health problems. Even, according to some stories, because of a lack of physical exercise, immigrants of all classes and statuses report isolation from home and homesickness as a major difficulty. But as skilled or highly paid workers are more likely to travel to further away countries from the home country, they are extremely likely to suffer from feelings of isolation due to cultural differences and the perceived insurmountability of the distance from home. Those skilled laborers from South Asia may see a perceived demand for their skill sets abroad, often upon arrival, finding employment is much more difficult than it initially seemed to be, due to negative social perceptions about immigrants and legal implications relating to visas and work permits. Skilled South Asian laborers often find themselves immigrating to another country under the promise of employment, only to be forced by a circumstance to accept a low-paying, unskilled position. De-skilling uh, is, this pro- is the name for this process. Basically, the process of skilled laborers being forced into unskilled jobs is known as de-skilling, literally taking the skills away from a skilled laborer and making them an unskilled laborer. De-skilling has been found to lead to distress and trauma in addition to a longing to migrate back home among South Asian immigrant stories. For example, according to the Journal of Organization and Human Behavior, open quote, most of the immigrants interviewed in various studies discussed a perceived loss of social status because they were not working in their profession. This suggests that the role of employment is particularly important for skilled immigrants who have their personal identity and social status tied to a number of facets of employment. Identity and social status are often tied to being an employed person in society. Close quotes. The accompanying sense of failure particularly if paired with cultural and community expectations for success, leads to both long- and short-term emotional distress. So, in conclusion, over the course of the 21st century, South Asian nations have seen an increase in migratory activity. While much of the migration data that is available is incomplete at best, large patterns of economically driven emigration can be found from the area. As the world's economy economy becomes more interconnected with phenomenon like globalization, and as climate change becomes more drastic over the years, it is likely that the rates of South Asian emigration will continue to increase. Concerns over worker safety and rights, as well as the increasing difficulties facing low-income migrants as they seek safe passage to host countries through illegal channels, will become extremely important over the next decade. Also, While economic instability may lead to a large outflow of immigrants from the region, internal immigration appears to still be the dominant form of migration there. As these numbers continue to rise, it is clear that more of the underlying challenges facing both skilled and unskilled South Asian migrant workers must be addressed in order to ensure the safety and quality of life for migrants living abroad. And... And that is all we got for you on the show today and of this series, Exposing the Secrets to Mass Movement. I hope you enjoyed it a lot. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me. And I'm sure you will be rewarded very soon with a fun fact.
ketchup was actually used in the 1930s as a medicine. That is absolutely insane. So next time you get sick or something, you don't even need to go to the store and get some Tylenol or whatever. Just go into your fridge, get some ketchup, pop that in your mouth, and you're fine. And so, yeah, that is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening this far into the podcast. I'll see you later. See ya. It's been super fun learning with you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Join me next week as we explore another part of the vast, mysterious lands of South Asia. I'm looking forward to exploring something new that you've never heard about next week. Talk soon.